You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1993 film Groundhog Day, directed by Howard Ramis, starring Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. And, as ever, with me, three men that are not going to play by their rules anymore. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Okay, guys, a huge fan favourite, big favourite of yours, I'm sure. And nevertheless, let's give us your memories. What are your thoughts on this film? Yeah, I'm sure I'm, everyone really agrees. I, I think it's a really special film, Groundhog Day. Um, I always loved it growing up. I think it's one of the you know real top modern comedy. Um, it's hilarious, but moving at the same time. And I think it's... Uh, it's got like a Frank Capra spirit to it. It feels like a sort of old-fashioned film, despite it being a modern classic. Yeah, big fan. Are you nervous yeah. about doing this? I am a little bit, yeah. A little bit. It's a bit of a toughie, isn't it? You know, it's a little bit daunting. It's um, it's definitely not an obvious choice for a sequel. No, it's terrifying, because it's so good. The, the You know, the original is, is such an original um, and beautiful film that is hilarious throughout and touching it's got it all. It's it's a it's one of my favourite comedies. Uh, it's always been there. I've watched it many, 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 many times. Such an amazing concept. Um, such an amazing concept. So this is going to have to be good, as it can't just be you know happens again. I think it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough one. Jono. Um, yeah, I mean, um, like pretty much um, the prevailing opinion. Um, you know, amongst anyone that's seen it, really. Um, yeah, it's an amazing film. And yeah, I'm a bit nervous about doing it as well because the film is already quite... Uh, good. Yeah, good, <laughs> but it's also quite kind of... Uh, you know, it's one of those ones that's already quite convoluted. Um, and, you know, how do you go bigger than the idea of living the same day over and over again? Like, it can... It's not difficult to kind of get lost up its own arse a little bit, a bit this one beat about this you're right mate you're excited for this i'm excited uh no i'm, I'm excited to talk about films i'm excited to be here with you i'm excited to, to <laughs> uh, I'm excited. All, right. all right all right okay i think Go what you you say that because it's you know living the same day over and over again on paper it could be like okay well how are you going to keep this engaging how you could keep this fresh but that's what it's amazing at not only is it hilarious moving um, the execution of it, it's permanently and constantly inventive. Keeps on changing and using different methods, using different styles. Um, and we, so it feels like it's explored everything you can within it, but that's, you know, we'd have to go somewhere else with it. But that's that's what I think is so amazing about it, is that it's permanently reinventing itself in terms of the the execution of it throughout. You know, it's like, for example, my, my favourite scene would probably be the bar scene when it first starts cutting it into sort of smaller fragments. Oh, where he first approaches the, um, what's her name? The lady, yeah. Rita. Rita. <laughs> and um, he's uh, like, yeah, keep memorising what she drinks, what she drinks too, and stuff like that. And every time he keeps on coming back, I mean, I think that's just done so well. It's acted so well. It's pure Murray. It's, it's, it, what a vehicle for Bill Murray. It's I right, mean, right up there with Venkman, isn't it? it, it, it God, I love that man. Well, and Murray didn't like it as well. Supposedly, really? he really didn't like. He didn't like the film when it came out. No, he had That's a big. Crazy. But he had a big bust up um, with um, the director about it. Yeah, didn't 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 like it. Yeah, because they were really old colleagues and friends. But I had heard that they sort of what you think is them collaborating like they always would. 
that I had heard the same. Yeah, they, well, they, they, they fell out. Over yeah, they yeah. fell out for like twenty. Very years. surprising, isn't it? Such a shame because it's such a like a well-regarded film, critically as well as audience-wise. It's, it's such a favourite. Well, my own thing was that Murray wanted it to be a bit more serious, less joking, have it like to really tell a, a, a more serious kind of um, you know tale about greed and selfishness, and which it does, but which... he wanted it more in more intense. Okay, yeah, shame because I think it perfect. I think it strikes the perfect balance, and that's what I love so much about it is that it's got really good sort of quite powerful messages throughout um it's hilarious and it's incredibly sort of sad and moving and touching at points as well so for example uh the 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 guy that dies that he cannot save from dying um in the snow the sort of homeless guy yeah the homeless um, guy that is one of the most sort of and and the realization that he can't change that he can't stop he can't cheat death and that's really difficult to do in a comedy uh really really difficult to do and the romance you believe it and still managing to make this film really, really, really funny, that's so difficult to do. You can't imagine anyone else doing it, though, other than Murray, can you? Absolutely not. That no. other scene when he's talking to Rita in the cafe and he knows all... We haven't seen him learn it, but he knows all about her. Like, you like boats, but not the ocean. There's a little point in the barn where you so go on holiday funny. and she's just... and so You know, she doesn't funny. know how to take it. And it's so emotional because he's beaten at that point as well. But his arc is so good because obviously he's such a bastard to start with. Um... I do enjoy the fact that before becoming a better man, he chooses death. He tries <laughs> to die numerous occasions before actually saying, oh, maybe I can be, maybe I should be nice. Yeah. Well, not like it's conscious, but his, he just, his mind doesn't take him there. He chooses to end it first. Amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Just, uh, just touching, yeah, the, um, between Harold Ramis and uh, Bill Murray, they fell out after this and they wouldn't talk again until 2014, just before his death. So you think about it, this film came out in 1993. That's 21 years that they fell out with. But I'm so glad that they got to um, sort it out before they die because Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, that's a run run of runs. So what perfect dangerous footing... Then to head us, uh, head over to us uh, with a potential studio pitch. Now you know it's a well-loved film. Studio thinking it's, it'd be a good one to have in the bag. They're not, they're not, they're not overly that interested. But you know they, they consider it, and I think if we smash it, they'd be up for it. So they're not that interested. <laughs> thinking what we're thinking right this is either going to be really really good or it's going to be a fucking disaster pretty much what they said yeah Yeah. (laughs) well there's only one way to find out who wants to give it a go i'll um i'll start i'll start us rolling um so it ends with them saying let's live here right uh and obviously there's that great little line where he says we'll rent to start which I sort of take as planting the seed that he's already sort of having doubts. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Already, it's already <laughs> not, you not? Yeah, yeah, he's already, he's like, finally, he's not in, trapped in the curse anymore. And he's already like, actually, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but say that, um, ignore that for a second. Um, so they, they've lived a, uh, uh, it's set in the present day, so all that time has passed and he's now an old man. And, and I think uh, Andy McDowell, maybe in this sort of up style opening, maybe dies at the beginning. Um, and so he's an old lonely man he's like a pillar of uh, the community in Punxsutawney because obviously he's got a lot of friends there now he's lived there Um, and he sort of descends back into the old version of Phil 
on the back of her death because he's he's lost the the woman that he you know he you know he changed his entire personality for he wanted to the reason he's a better man is her and he's lost it um so it's actually very i mean i had the same idea i had two ideas one of them's this i like it it's good it's solid but this is kind of the easy part i suppose it's yeah. the it's the it's how we incorporate the the the, the curse. What, what I, I like what I like about this is that it, it it can't just happen to him again. Um, he needs to be into he needs to be put into a situation where he needs fixing again. Uh, where he's lost sight of like his own um, you know personality and and what it what 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 he can be his purpose. What exactly what his purpose is? What he can be like as a person. Um, and he needs to go through some kind of significant trauma in order for that to be unlocked again, to put him back in a situation where he's the same character that he was at the beginning of Groundhog Day, the first movie. Um, I can't see any other way of doing that without killing off Annie McDowell's character. I'm not a big fan of her in general as an actress. <laughs> it's just a win for you, isn't it? That's well, <laughs> I think it's a good way of making it a more more of a Bill Murray uh, vehicle than it you know than than ever before. Um, I don't think it necessarily then needs to go on to be a romance. So the, the, the idea that I had, which is a build on this idea, um, is that they have, they have gone on to have children. They live in Punxsutawney. Uh, they've gone on to have children. She dies. Um, and I love the up style montage of seeing them sort of like what happily ever after her getting gradually more sick, passing away. Um, and then seeing him gradually become grumpier and grumpier like his old self. Um, he distances himself from everyone at that point, including his children. So I think rather than have a romantic comedy uh, with a, how old's Bill Murray? 70 year old man. Um, what we have instead is a touching story, a touching comedy, but under, you know, under, underlying, underneath it all is uh, a, a touching drama about him rekindling his relationship who, with his children, who he has grown apart from over the years. Nice, like it, John. Um, yeah, I like, I like the idea. The only things, uh, the only one thing I'm I'm a bit uh, not hundred percent sold on is the idea that Bill Murray becomes the grumpy Bill Murray as he was in the original film. Because then, because that teach us that actually what he went through in the first film hasn't really changed him, or only temporarily changed him. So it didn't change him at his core. Well, it's it's a new version. Like, so he's now he's more of like a recluse. Like he's not, he's not, he's not, um, uh, you know, that kind of social hand grenade that he was. He's he's a recluse and just sort of um, avoids people, including and maybe not until Rita died that his adult daughter or whatever. He he's now distanced himself even from her and from all his friends in punk talk. So he becomes self-imposed isolation as a not because he's grumpy, but because what he can't deal with relationships anymore. No, They're too doesn't painful. Want, doesn't want to be doesn't want to be part of the world anymore. Yeah, and 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 I think he's thinking, what's the fucking point? You know, what's the point in going through? What I don't understand life. What's the point in going through all of that to find the love of my life and, and get to a position where I can be happy? And then it's just only to take it away from me. I don't. He does. He's angry at the game at the at the life the situation why he was made to go through the events of the first film in order to find because love he, of his he's life. been a better man and at the, at the point where she's died he's like nearly town mayor the whole town loves him he's got a shop he's saying hello to everyone he's everyone's friends right up to the point where you know what I, yeah i can see moments where he you know sort of raises his fists to the you know the sky the gods or whatever and and says why what's the fucking point why would you why make me go through this uh, and so I don't think he's grumpy. He's not the same character, but he's angry. He's bitter, and he's a recluse. Maybe 
the way we know that he's in the curse and the way he knows he's back in the curse is he tries to commit suicide again, but he wakes up. Oh. And he wakes, so he tries to commit, so he reaches rock bottom, tries to commit suicide, wakes up. And I had an idea with the curse, thinking it can't be exactly the same anymore. So what about... I love that. I love the, the idea that it triggers, it's triggered by his suicide. Yeah. So it's when so he he's hit rock like, bottom. And he tries to, after years of not speaking to anyone... Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a funny idea. Isn't it? It's going to be got to laugh a laugh a minute. It's got to be poignant. Go on, go with it. Well, uh, the first movie, yeah, deals with suicide and death, and I think it has to deal with some of those serious things. So then, the curse. He's an older man. He's got to learn his lesson quicker. He starts realizing gradually he's losing a fraction of time each day he wakes up. So it goes from like twenty four hours to twenty three and a half hours, then to twenty three hours, then to and so on and so on. Countdown. Okay. To the point that by our climax that's awesome and he doesn't realise it for the first for a while for yeah, a while yeah. so, so he's just wasting his time yeah. being a shit to everyone saying don't worry about it I've well, been maybe, here before there's maybe, time for this shit don't yeah, worry yeah, we'll, yeah, get, yeah. we'll get to that he thinks and he knows then, exactly what's going yeah, on yeah and then over over the course of the film you see he starts to realise he's losing what like an hour a day or something something yeah, like if, that if he's committed if he he could try to commit suicide a few times before he even realises it's coming so he's actually just just by not even trying, he's lopped off a good four hours immediately. Oh, what? Once he started it up, he keeps on trying to kill himself again. Yeah, and again. yeah, yeah. 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 And so the time's it. going down very quickly. And by the climax, we get to like, he's just trapped in the same minute or like, and then even less the same. So, so it becomes like a sharper sort of adrenaline rush of a climax. And, and maybe he's, he's got to get oh, somewhere. So, he's got, so it's a bit like, he's got to get across town in one minute to get to something. There's an almost live, die, repeat, edge of tomorrow element yeah. to this, yeah. where it just gets uh, more, more and more urgent and furious. And, and um, yeah, by the end, he's only got a few minutes or whatever it is to get across town and like I don't know, connect with his family yeah, again, and, and deliver a speech that is going to win them over and explain how he has felt this whole time. That is going to inspire everyone to get back yeah, together and be a family again. Yeah, because oh. he can't. He's not actually living the same day at that point. He's having to figure out how to do the things he wants to do, but in a shorter amount of time each time. So he's having to be more efficient. He's able to articulate himself better, get across town. You know, well, can't, he can't take the bus across town anymore. He's going to have to like steal a car and get across fucking town. All those kind, of, the, right. all those kind of moments. I thought maybe if she's an adult daughter and she's like now our new female lead and her husband or whatever, she could be giving birth, and he's got to get, oh. he's got to get there to meet his grandchild. Oh, I like that. That's good. So like, so before you know it, he's got to like, he's in. You know, by the end, he's got to get to like the right floor in the hospital and he's like oh I missed the elevator bang start again but he doesn't yeah. know so, so she, she'll be they've fallen out so much that she hasn't told him she's given birth now the point he realises he's dying he finds out that she's given birth he's got to make it over to the hospital to say that I love you I'm sorry and I yeah. want to be there he's got, he's got to get past the same obstacles yeah. so like Ned Ryerson oh yeah like he's, got to, he's got to get yeah. past him like you know every day to get there figure out a quicker way to get there yeah. oh, this is fantastic yeah, yeah yeah so it becomes quite urgent and that makes sense as well because he's an older man and he, you know he's time is not help. time isn't on his side so he's trying they're trying to teach yeah. him he's you know, getting older but he's also got to get faster yeah, he is going to need help. He's going to need to spend some time learning the obstacles, shouting people's names to get out of the way and stuff like that, like so that there's a path cleared for him by being good to these people, unlocking their 
you know, what's going to inspire them to get out of the way, all that sort of stuff. I think that's, this is, um, yeah, maybe. Hang on. This is of, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not easy, bad. easy, it's, easy. Maybe he's got to win over some of the friends he's turned his back on again. All those people that that love him in Punk's Tony to, to sort of who the, will hit, who will hate him on first reaction ev- at the beginning of every day, right? And he's yeah, only got a limited blown, time to by fix that. that. By that time, he's blown it again. Yeah. But he has to win them back um, to gain their help because maybe one of them has got like a car well, and can jump in and get a lift. So, oh yeah, because then, then, then the message is that even though he's become isolated, etc., etc., he realizes through this that actually he can't live life he can't live life to his fullest he can't get through it properly without having friends without having people exactly. to connect with yeah and at first he and tries particularly to, his family and at first he tries to cheat that right he tries to cheat that by pretending in front of like you know I don't know Ned Ryerson or whatever it's always um, Ned, Ned. Um, he, he pretends and says like I'm really sorry for everything I did but it's not sincere so it doesn't work and then each time he, but he has to spend some time fixing that and, and a few yeah, other things yeah. like that he can't so like bribe people and shit. yeah exactly yeah. it's not It's not. it has to be sincere otherwise it doesn't work and that's that's when when it becomes sincere at the end that is when the path is sort of cleared for him uh, to, get, to get to the hospital and she She's just given birth, and maybe it's like on the stroke of midnight when it should end. And he, like, as he holds the child at eleven fifty-eight, the clock just carries on, and he's made it. Oh, oh love it! And, and it makes sense that it's Groundhog Day. Man. Groundhog Day is the day that he decides to commit suicide as well. It makes sense. That it makes sense. So it is yeah, Groundhog yeah. Day again. Yeah, yeah. He can't, he can't, young and we don't. I mean, that's how it's got. Yeah, well, and that's, maybe no, that's the opening. There's like and the finish. Yeah, yeah they but, say we're young with the baby. Oh, it's all locking well, that's, in. Maybe it? that's what sends them over the edge. It's not that Andy McDowell's uh, passed on. It's that Andy McDowell's passed on, but then it's the same day as that fucking groundhog comes out again to be to see if it's, uh, what is it, spring? Is it what the first well, day? It's, it's going to be an early spring. Early spring, yeah. He's like, fucking that groundhog did there. That, that's it. He sees it on TV. He's like, fuck this. This is really good. Yeah, okay, yeah. so let's talk cast. Uh, uh, Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to us <laughs> Uh, well, we've, we've Andy McDowell for a bit. Andy McDowell and Andy McDowell, the old classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets a little role. Um, so we got the new daughter. Uh, the, the new female lead is the daughter. So, um, so how old was she? So, so she's what thirty-ish, and she's yeah. giving birth to her first child, um, and her husband. So there's the whole family um, giving birth to her husband. Sorry, giving <laughs> they're, they're, no. She's giving birth, and there's she's got a husband, presumably. Um, so, so there's a family unit that we need to cast. Yeah. Okay, so a comedic actress... Channing Tatum. <laughs> Sorry. He can be the, for some reason, I'm assuming that she's married to a cop. I don't know why that makes sense to me. Authoritarian figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why they don't go for sure. I had like Paul Rudd in my head, but I don't actually like Paul Rudd at all. I think he's crap. Oh, I like him. No, I think he'd be good yeah, for this. Right. Yeah, I like Paul Rudd. I think he looks right. Well done, you've inadvertently... Well, no, no I, did, I, did, I did have him in my head. Sorry, mate. Oh, no, Paul Rudd. Studio's well happy. Um, so funny, funny, funny 30-ish women. Uh, Charlie's there on. Very funny. Yeah, it's a good shout, but uh, she's a bit older than 30 now, but she still looks great. Okay. You want some, one of those sort of Saturday Night Live, Judd Apatow, um, kind of com- comedic uh, action. What about um, Amy Schumer? Good shout. She'll be all right. Yeah, she's funny. Um, yeah, she's great. She's great. She, she'd be good. I just thought Anna, Anna Kendrick would be okay. Oh, she'd be really good as mm. well, yeah. Or Catwoman. What's her name? Um, Anne Halle Berry. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hath- Halle Berry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Catwoman. Okay, <laughs> well, we've got, well, we got a short list, right? Uh, uh, I think... Yeah, who do you think's most believably married to Paul Rudd? He's in it, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wouldn't be married. 
Okay, Paul Rudd, Amy Schumer, Bill Murray, great. So original, maybe um, I was going to say like because um, going a little bit deep, there was a cameo of Harold Ramis playing the Doctor who gives him mm. an X-ray oh, yeah, in the original. Is, yeah. So maybe need- Doctors with the birth and stuff. Could we bring uh, Dan Aykroyd in? Little oh, sort of keep it lovely. Keep it family. Yeah, the family Doctor. That's great. That's really emotional. Okay. Uh, original cast back, whole whole town? Yeah, all the ones that... Uh, um, Ned- key, key cast, yeah. Ned's back. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Thank Ned you. Rice, and um, what about uh, the cameraman? Uh, you know, um, oh. Never known that guy's name, but he's that in... That guy's um, really... Actors, Chris he- Elliott. What's his name? Um, oh, oh, I don't know. He's really funny as well. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's done he's a good. lot of comedy stuff. Really, really funny. In, um, Something about some- Mary. And then Everybody Loves Raymond, the sitcom as well. The I um, What about this? Um, his, Bill Murray's brother plays Buster, Brian Doyle Murray plays a buster like the mayor in the original so if, I'm not sure if he's still alive I didn't know uh, that right okay so he's kind of in it um, Ned Ryan, he is still alive so he's in it um, thank <laughs> you still alive yeah, yes every- <laughs> you're in what's every- the only criteria alive yeah in every recognisable face from the first film should be back in some respects that is believably still in the town including uh, Michael Shannon who, uh, the WrestleMania kid. Yes, who who I think it's his first film. Uh, it's a bit of a bit part, but yeah, he does a have show. a line or two. So uh, let's get him back Michael in Shannon. as well, yeah. just yeah. for like a little cameo. I think that's great. His funniest line is actually off camera when he's doing the tour with Rita around the diner. You know when he's like knows everything. She's like, okay, who's this then? Who's that? And he's like, these are about to get married, uh, but she's having second thoughts. You just hear a voice. <laughs> yeah. <camera>. What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, thoughts about director? Yes. Um, yes. I think, what about, it's old, old man, sort of old single character, sort of uh, character study. Do you know who would be good for this? Uh, Alexander Payne. Mm. You know, what? Nebraska, uh, old, old, Nebraska old man. Mm. About Schmidt. Old man, descendants George Clooney, not quite old man. Yes, uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's all film, true, though. and I do like I do I like Alexander Payne films, but I think that's a bit more. It's a bit sort of more esoteric. It's just it's just downbeat, isn't it? It's it's, not, it's a less commercial sense of comedy. It's a more of a. It, it, it's. I, I think some of that is down to the actors that play the leading roles in his films. I think if you put Bill Murray in there, it it it, it wouldn't necessarily be like that. What are you thinking, Joe? I was I was thinking along the right along the same lines of keeping it in the family and going with and it's the same family but Jason Reitman. Oh right, yeah. Uh, yeah because there's loads show. of connections between Ivan Reitman, Bill Murray, the family. I think you know keeping it in that sort of. It's a lot thing. trendier choice as well. He's a trendier audience. choice. Off the yeah. back of Ghostbusters, maybe he won't want to do it because he's do, he's already doing kind of a nod to it that sort of generation. Uh, yeah, be doing the same thing there a little bit, but but. Um, yeah, I understand your point. It's he's definitely... good. Yeah. I think he's good, and he's a bit more commercial, um, and and that's what I want from okay, this. Okay, yeah, I will go. We'll go with Jason. Wright. Nice. What's it called? Groundhog Day. No. Wait, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. same poster. Uh, yeah, yeah so you got to have that crappy thing. clock back. 
Just Murray, older, same poster, Groundhog poster. Yeah, it's a strangely they, shit poster, isn't it, for Groundhog Day? The clock's yeah. not even in the fucking movie. Yeah, they use a digital clock in the movie, don't they? Or, or those, the, um, flip. the flip clock thing. Yeah. And it's a, I get it, you couldn't put his face on that on the poster, but yeah. it's still a shit poster. Oh, well, it's so it's disjointed, isn't it? It's like see, four different elements that don't fit at all. You get the brief, like he's trapped in a clock. Very good. But I do, really, I do yeah. really like the idea of using the exact set, regardless of how we feel about the actual poster itself, the same poster, but updated so it's an older Bill yeah. Murray on it and yeah. an older Andy McDowell. Same face. You add an, you're like <laughs> so Andy McDowell's in the poster, Schumer same, even though she's only in the film for what? 44, 45 just seconds. Like Rita's Graves just there. <laughs> <laughs> what about it to sell the sort of same title thing? So we do it, but we don't do it kind of thing. Groundhog Day 2, Groundhog Day. Wow, the pause, the pause there was like... Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Well, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day 2, Groundhog Day. Groundhog day. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I think Groundhog Day 2, I think, is probably what you're going to have to do. With the subheading Groundhog Day. Or it's Groundhog Day again, <laughs> or Groundhog Day Returns. No, not no. quite work, does it? Okay, great. So that's uh, unexpected, but I love it at the same time. Groundhog Day 2. Groundhog Day. I think it's all come together. I'm quite excited by this. Quite miraculously, we seem to have something. Yeah, I like it. I like this. A good vehicle. Studio, remarkably interested. Who wants to do the all-important pitch? Alex. 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 Okay, so... um, Columbia Logos with... Slow version of they say we are, we are, know. and then we open with a lovely montage of from the day that they chose to live in Punxsutawney, him and Rita, through their life in Punxsutawney, year after year, Groundhog Day after Groundhog Day. We go through 25 years worth of Groundhog Days, and they get older and older, and gradually we get to realise that she's ill and it's actually turns to tragedy, much like the film Up, inspired by uh, the Pixar film Up, and uh. Eventually she dies. Not very funny so far. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, um, upon this, he was a pillar of the community. He was maybe even going to be mayor, but he um, has become a recluse. Even his adult daughter, played by um, Amy Schumer, doesn't speak to him anymore. She's pregnant on the birth, you know, brink of giving birth. Her uh, husband, Paul Rudd, John Paul Rudd, um, top cop in uh, Punks Tony. He doesn't see them top either. Cop. Uh, anyway, so so. Um, Gradually, he uh, can't live in the world anymore. He has no place. So he actually tries to commit suicide one Groundhog Day. And he wakes up. Oh, no, the curse is happening again. So he tries to commit suicide again and again. It's not happening. He's back and he can't believe it. He's back in the curse. Um, But what he doesn't realise is gradually he's losing fragments of time. So actually, 24 hours is becoming 23 hours. Then it's becoming 22 hours. And he's wasting a lot of time. And he's an older man. He's got to learn his lesson quicker. So as the film continues on, actually, there's more and more urgency. And the pacing speeds up. And it gets gets to be quite an adrenaline rush climax as we get sharper and sharper. And, like, you know, as we get to this tip of like 20 seconds or 30 seconds that he's got left and he's got to get across town to see his daughter Amy Schumer and meet his grandchild and accept family and accept love and accept life and he's getting there and he can't make it and he starts again and again and it's faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and eventually he gets there and he holds his grandchild in his arms and as the clock strikes midnight and he's holding that child for the first time eventually finally it goes past midnight and he's out the curse, and that is Groundhog Day 2. Groundhog Day. Hey! 
Very nice. Very nice. Studio are definitely interested in that. Well done. Well, listen, that was the sequel to Groundhog Day 2. Groundhog Day. Well, listen, that was the sequel to Groundhog Day 2. Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's funny because I said it twice. Uh, But what would you have done differently? Leave us your comments. We're really keen on this one. And as ever, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And we will definitely see you on the next one. And we will definitely see you. Take care, guys. Cheers. Bye.